Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. For all I knew, like, I, I was just, like, dirty talking with a dog. Yeah. Like, I was like, who the heck is running this account? Because they probably think I'm Alicia's psycho. So we have my dog's account. And, like, he's, Let me look. he's growing on followers. He's doing really good, getting his pictures up. And out of nowhere, he gets this DM from this beautiful shih tzu. <laughs> Ooh, it's about to get juicy in here. Welcome back to TK's Juicy Pod. I am here today with, oh, it's Joe. Uh. <laughs> it, did I say it right? Is that like how you, in, or how you want people to say it? Yeah, like I walk in the room and you look over like, oh, uh, it's Joe. It's Joe. I heard you on another podcast, you s- kind of explaining why you did that. Do you kind of want to briefly explain why you did that? Yeah. Okay. So when I was hanging out with my friends, I would walk in the room and it was just kind of like a, people can walk in, hang out, whatever. They do whatever. Got it. And like, I would walk in, they'd all turn around like, oh, it's Joe. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Like, that's literally my vibe. <laughs> that's the vibe you want to give off. Yeah. Got it. Same I with my completely. videos, my pictures, everything. Yeah. So do you want to give like a brief one minute intro about like, give me the Joe spiel. Like, what are you about? Where are you from? How'd you get into what you do, et cetera? Okay. So I feel like I'm at a therapy session. This is nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's laying down on the couch, you guys. Get comfy, Joe. I love this. I've always wanted to do YouTube videos. And then that turned me into like, wanting to do filmmaking. So I went to school for it. And then once I moved out to California, I started shooting for people. And I always wanted to have my own YouTube channel. I always wanted to have a million subscribers. And then once I started like helping people film their videos and shoot their videos, I was realized that, oh, I could do this. So then I started doing it for myself. And then just one thing led to another. And then it, I kind of just have like a mix of shooting my own stuff and then shooting for other people as well, which like both give me the same enjoyment of like getting that creative process out there. Okay. That's awesome. I love that. I want to talk a, a lot about your job in later in the episode, but I first want to talk about how the heck we met. Oh, <laughs> is this 18 plus? Yes. I actually literally, I've been logged out of Chloe's account for a while and I was like, guys, I need Chloe's account so I can read these DMs. <laughs> so anyway, do you want to kind of start it off how we met? Okay. Just tell your story because I'll tell my side too. Okay. 
Okay, so we're going to pause the episode really quickly so I can talk about literally one of my favorite things on the planet, da 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 Anchor. So if you haven't heard about Anchor before, it's basically the easiest way to make a podcast, period. Let me just explain to you what they have. First of all, it's free, which like nothing's free anymore. So I feel like that's already your number one winner. Second of all, there's like all these different creation tools on the platform where you can make your own podcast and like you can record and edit it right from your phone or your computer, which is like crazy because you don't need all this fancy equipment. And like I said, it's free. So you're saving money that way too. And then my personal favorite thing about Anchor and like the main reason why I use it is because Anchor will literally distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on all different platforms that like basically any podcast can be distributed. So it can be heard through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. So all you do is submit your podcast link and they literally distribute it everywhere for you, which is incredible. And overall, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So it's super easy. I can't recommend it enough. I personally use this every week and I just love it so much. I recommend it to every one of my friends that wants to start a podcast. Even my brother uses it. So it's very user friendly and I definitely recommend. So be sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So don't miss your opportunity to make an awesome podcast and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now let's get back into the episode. Hope you're enjoying it so far. Mwah. So I got a dog, and obviously we wanted to make him social media famous. <laughs> yeah, So Duh. he got on Instagram, and then who, who started it? Was it him or? I think it might have been me. Okay, so. Because I found the dog account, and I was like, holy shit. Right, okay. So we have my dog's account, and like he's, Let me look. he's growing on followers. He's doing really good, getting his pictures up. And out of nowhere, he gets this DM from this beautiful Shih Tzu. <laughs> and Bobby, my dog, my dog is named Sad Bobby, at Sad Bobby on Explain Instagram. Explain what kind of, do- like, what type of dog he is. He's a Brussels Griffon. He's, like, a mix between, like, a pug and a chihuahua, and he looks sad. Yeah, so all he, the time. Always. So when he gets this DM, it's like, hey, cutie. And on this... On wait, you DM'd me first. Oh. Oh, good job, Bob. Wait, wait, wait. This is what it was. So Bobby was getting literally famous on were you like trying intentionally trying to make bobby famous not like famous but i've always wanted him to have i've always wanted a dog that like just had his own page and his own profile and was like the people who do this are psychotic like and doug I, the pug kinda. exactly got like, it i didn't really care if he had followers <laughs> i just wanted a page of like okay this is like scary how weird this yeah. dog is okay this is actually how it happened I re- i'm remembering now i found the account and i followed you I well as oh, me yeah, as did. yeah 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 so I for a while was running Chloe which is Alicia's dog her Instagram account which it's it's me Chloe man she literally has half a million followers she's famous and so <laughs> I was running the account and I was like all right I'm gonna make this account funny because right now it's like bougie dog vibes and I like want it to be funny and Chloe has such like a bitchy personality so I was like we need to make this like per- like portray this personality online so I found Bobby's account and. I think I knew who you were like I knew you of your videos so I was like oh my god this is great like another YouTuber like we can make this a thing but did you know that it was me running 
No, I didn't know if it was you. I didn't know if it was Annalise. I didn't know like if it was a friend in you. Like <laughs> I, for all I knew, like I, I, I was just like dirty talking with a dog. Yeah. Like I was like, who the heck is running this account? Because they probably think I'm Alicia's psycho. We didn't put out anywhere really that me or my girlfriend were running Bobby's account. Yeah. No one knew. <laughs> a lot of the viewers didn't know who Bobby owned because Bobby would post pictures with like David Dobrik and then Todd Smith yeah. and then Josh Peck. And like, no, Bo- I knew it was yours. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. What did I do? Oh, I, I followed Bobby from Chloe's account and then Bobby DM'd Chloe and like responded to one of her stories and said, such nice posture when you pose Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> So were you typing everything? Yeah. <laughs> on your on Chloe's page, it didn't say who owned it. Yeah. So we had, you no, had no idea. I- no idea. <laughs> and we were both scared. And like every response, like I wanted to push it a little further, <laughs> but I didn't know how far I could really go with it. That's how we were too. But like I, it, all of us were like, wait, like who's running this? Like, does I think he has a girlfriend? We were like, we were like, is it the girl that's doing this? Or is it, hopefully it's them together because like, we feel weird if like, we're just talking dirty to just Joe. You know what I mean? I'm not telling Annalise. (laughs) So we were like, uh, we put two and two together. We were like, wait, they were on the Tarte trip. Yes. Which we had been on a branded trip together. So I was like, oh my God, like this is so weird, but like also so great. (laughs) So then I, as Chloe said, OMG. And I don't even think I told them until like I was like five DMs deep. <laughs> like I was like, oh, I'll just DM this dog back. You know what I mean? And then I was like, wait, this is serious. So I said, OMG, thanks, boo. Can you teach me how to frown like that? <laughs> <laughs> were you what were you thinking? So when did you find out it was it was Alicia's dog? Not I think because Josh Peck came over and did a video with Alicia. Yeah. So I, I don't think I really knew it was you guys until like way down the line. Because. I remember Josh came over and he was like, well, he said to us, he was like, so are we going to talk about it? And I was like, we were like, what? And he was like, the dogs. He was like, he was like, who's dirty texting for Chloe? And I had never met Josh before. And also I like love Josh. He's like the coolest person. Like I watched him religiously growing up. So I was like, I like slowly raise my hand. I'm like, oh, like I'm like the little filmer in the background. I'm like, hi, that was me, like talking dirty as a dog. And he like got such a kick out of it. Yeah. And so that's how I think my incognitoness was revealed. Yeah. I love that though, because like the fact that you can have that same like jokey persona <laughs> that like I was having, like I knew we would click. So like meeting, I wasn't really scared or like nervous or anything. It was just like, okay, is there a line? Who's going to cross it first? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I was talking to a liquor company and I was doing the same thing. Like I said, oh, you would look real good in my fridge. And like I was talking to a bottle yeah. <laughs> and they were responding. And then I said something and then they stopped responding. Oh, no. No, we were like living for it. Okay. We were living for the dog tea vicariously. Because like our dating lives are like subpar. So like Chloe's was like we were living through her. She's a hot commodity in LA. Yeah, she is. <laughs> She's well sought after. But anyway, I have to read some of these because they are literally like we were on the floor laughing at how hilarious. And you were like at our level. Yeah. So I was like, OMG, thanks, boo. Can you teach me how to frown like that? And Bobby goes, I'd never like to see a face as pretty as yours not be smiling. Bobby. (laughs) And then you go, did you know they have silver hydrants in Beverly Hills? (laughs) Which I was like, oh, we're doing the damn thing. And then I said, oh, I love long walks in Beverly Hills. Silver is my second favorite color behind pink. What's yours? And Bobby goes, 
I actually have two favorite colors, dot, 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 black and white, which are Chloe's colors. <laughs> so we like got such a kick out of that. And like basically the rest of the conversation was like so hilarious. They were talking about like sneaking out of their houses to go on walks together. And like, I think Chloe was like, what that tail do, Bobby and stuff. Oh, we said send nudes. This went on for weeks. We sound yeah. delusional. And like Bobby was like, promise you won't screenshot it. And like, so <laughs> oh, funny. Did did Bobby ever send a picture of his butt? I think so. I feel like I, I have like unopened or I have opened photos that I can't open. I remember Bobby sent like hilarious photos. Yeah, I didn't know where the line was. <laughs> oh my God, we were dying. But all that to say is that's how I know Joe. Yeah. That's crazy. And here we are. So did you, because on our end, we were literally telling, like, all of our friends about this conversation. Did you ever tell any of your friends, like, guys, I'm having this weird conversation with this other dog on Instagram? No, because I never broke character that it was me. (laughs) Got it. So everyone thought Bobby was having this conversation. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's the other thing is I finally got Joe and I think Annalise's numbers because we were going to plan a meetup because they were going to take photos together. And we're like, all right, our dogs are going to be in love. And I literally text Joe or I text both of them and I'm like, hey, guys, so like, here's the plan. You can come over at this time. Like, here's the address, whatever. And Joe never broke character. <laughs> he was, I literally have in my phone. I think it's like Joe Volpe's sad Bobby. Like, that's your name because like he was literally talking like the dog. I remember asking, like, can my owner still come? Is that yeah. cool? <laughs> He was like, we were like, you're welcome to come over. He's like, can my owners come? And, and like, just, I I remember telling like Ash and Alicia, they were like, wait, really? <laughs> He's still in character. We were like, is he going to be in character when he gets here? <laughs> I wanted it to be like a whole experience for whoever meets Bobby. <laughs> oh my God. It was the most, that is probably like one of the funniest stories I can tell people. Yeah. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Iconic. Anyway, I'm so glad that we could bond over that. But I am also such a fan of Joe because you kind of have a very similar job to me. Uh-huh. You're like the me of for other YouTubers. Yeah. So let's explain that. What the heck do you do? Oh, I, I shoot and edit a lot of people's videos on YouTube, brand deals, or just like random stuff that they want done. I've done it everyone from like Josh Peck. I've done it to Tom Ford before. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, sick. Yeah. So like that's just something that I've always wanted to do and something I've always been good at. I don't know. It's just like my side thing, I guess. Yeah. Or maybe like my main YouTube channel is my side thing. Yeah. But like I try and like just keep it like 50-50. I feel like I'm super confused with like what's my side thing too because it's like weird when you kind of start gaining a following yourself and you're like, wait, I can get paid this much for like an Instagram and stuff. So when did you start gaining your following? I like challenged myself to do a brand new Instagram video with like different creators every single day for a year. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah. So like I did like 400, like 400 days consecutively in a row. Holy shit. And that's like, cause I was like, okay, I'm growing on Instagram, like go full force with it. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And, and what like, were you at to begin with? What? How many numbers? 10,000. Okay. I think I got it that's up. That's still to like, a lot. Yeah. I got it up to like 220. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. So how did you, like, who was the first YouTuber influencer person you met? The first big YouTuber was Brandon Rogers. Okay. And, and who is he again? he's a, like a comedy sketch guy. Okay. I think I remember him. Does he have dark hair? Kind of. Yeah. He's okay. like tall. He does like crazy characters. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And like me and my girlfriend found his YouTube channel one night and we started like, we like binge watched all of them. Uh-huh. And then like the next night I didn't reach out or anything. He liked a couple of my videos. Wait, what? So bizarre. And I remember sitting on uh, the couch and I was like, what the hell? What's happening to my life? This is crazy. So then I sent him a DM and like he came over like the next day. Shut up. And same with his channel. Nothing broke character. So I was scared shitless because his characters are like wacky. Yeah. Wild. Uh Sexual. I had no idea what was like coming over our apartment. (laughs) And he was the sweetest, nicest man. Really? Ever met. So did he break character when he got there? Yeah, completely normal. Okay. And then once like he puts on his outfit, I was like, (laughs) go. It's so much fun. Yeah. And that's like the best part about like anything, like just seeing him. Like I love seeing people who are good at what they do and doing it. Yeah. And that's what I've always wanted to do and like elevate like whatever they do. I want to be able to bring what I can do and collaborate. And like there was this band called The Main. Do you know them? Yeah, I know that. My friends used to be obsessed with them. I used to shoot a bunch of videos for them. Oh my God, they would fan girl so much right now. So like I did a lot of music stuff and like even with them, like I love just having them, not even having them. They would go perform their concerts and like they gave me like all access pass and I could just like go around the concert and like shoot my thing and like send it to them and like, whoa, like this is so much fun. Yeah, yeah. that is epic. So what's your favorite part of the process when it comes to filming, editing and, and communicating with the person you're working with? I think just not knowing anything. I love just, hey, are you free at 3.30? Yeah, come by. And like then, it's so spontaneous. Like there could be a hypnotist or like there's a huge science experiment. Like you don't know what's happening. See, I feel like my schedule is like a much more organized hot mess compared to yours is just like hot mess 24-7 because you work with so many different people. I have like more of a structure because I'm just with Alicia. Yeah. So who else do you work for? Do you want to n- name drop? 
at the moment right now. <laughs> yeah, go uh, off. Todd Smith, Scotty Sire, Josh Peck. It's hard because some people like want things randomly, sporadically. Like I'll, I'll still help David with random stuff. David Dobrik. I don't know. Or it could just be in the past too. Um, some of your favorite. Rod- I shot a whole series with Brandon Rogers on his channel. Oh, sick! And like that was like seven episodes of like. 10 to 20 minute videos wow and like it was three days a week and he ended up winning two streamies with it holy cow and that was like that i'm like so proud of because of just that was my first like long thing like that I've series done. kind of thing yeah and it was just like that's so cool to have under your belt so for all these people you're currently working for do they kind of just shoot you a text and then do they pay you per project or is it one of those things where it's like hourly or are you on like a retainer with them how does it work I've always done like just per project because I always want to help people out because mm-hmm. I've never wanted to kill anybody with anything yeah. even before I was doing like YouTube stuff just because like the more jobs and successful they get, the more I get. So like, absolutely. I've always wanted people that can help me and I can help them. So you just are like, this is my rate per video for everyone. It's kind of like that across yeah. the board. Sick. So we connected the two from the sad Bobby and Chloe extravaganza. <laughs> we connected that you were Joe's teeny weeny yeah. podcast. And we were like, holy cow. Like, I can't <laughs> believe we've heard his voice. Like, blah, 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 blah. So tell us. I don't know if I heard this in, like, an interview of yours or where I heard it. But did you ask to get promo for that instead of payment? 100%. You did? Yeah. Okay, where did I hear that from? I think I talked about it on their podcast. On a podcast? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to explain what Joe's Teeny Weenie is? Joe's Teeny Weenie podcast was 25 seconds. I can't believe it's on my podcast. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That's so iconic. (laughs) To say, I got 25 seconds to say and do whatever I wanted on the Views podcast. Which is what? David Dobrik and Jason Nash's podcast. And it's a very successful one. And I offered to edit it, help out, whatever I can in exchange for 25 seconds and for those 25 seconds again i can do anything i want it's like the wild wild west and i like i brought a mime on once and i interviewed him (laughs) (laughs) i had like uh the teeny weeny brunch party i don't know there was just like so many random things and like it was just like my 25 seconds to be creative and do whatever i want and like i could just go full force with it and that was it so how did you negotiate that deal (laughs) um I don't know. It came very easily because I've always helped David with like random stuff. He's like, okay, cool. Oh, and you were like, oh, can I actually have promo instead of payment? Yeah. You just said idea. it? Oh my gosh. That's iconic. Yeah. So do you, would you recommend if someone, someone that wants your job, mm-hmm. would you recommend doing something like that if they want to like further their personal influencer career? Yeah, but don't take my job. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I mean, I've always done stuff for free because like once you build someone's trust, then they're willing to pay whatever they want. Like even now, I'm not going to go hire somebody like, even for a hundred bucks to do something that I know I can do. But if you do it for free and you do an amazing job, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll pay you $200 for this. Yeah. And that's just kind of how I've always been, even from like anything I've ever done. Wait, so can you, let's dive a little bit deeper into that. What do you mean by gaining trust and then wanting to pay more? What's like an example of that? I mean, when I used to live in New Jersey, there'd be people who like want video service and like, I know that they're going to need it for a long-term thing. So like, I'll give them like, Hey, if like, if you don't like it, don't even pay me. I don't even care. I'll do it for super cheap. I'll do it for $50. And then once like they see the product and they see how fast I give it to them, it's like they're going to want to keep me. What makes you so marketable? Like, is it because you're really, I heard on your, another podcast that I listened to that you were a guest on 
and they were like so blown away by how fast you were with the return of the video like you you filmed it edited it, and got it i think to the same on the same day is that like your thing yeah i'm really okay. fast why and how are you so fast because <laughs> i feel like our videos like take forever are you just like you have a groove like what's the tea i've been working at it since i was 14 and, and so I'm, you're just so speedy yeah what do you use to edit what's final, cut. final cut mm-hmm. and so is your thing like every every time you do it it's same day it's not really my thing but like i try and get it because i also have like super bad anxiety if i there's like an edit lingering over my head oh like, got it i'm like oh i gotta get this done <sighs> i can go to bed it's like it's like yeah a, adrenaline rush once you like finish it it is are you on a payroll or do you get paid like via venmo venmo checks whatever yeah cash whatever yeah that's sick how did you like find your brand for like the mukbangs the teeny weeny like your vibe the haircuts <laughs> like how did you discover all of that because i feel like it's a very specific brand i failed a hundred times doing other stuff and so then, what did you try and then what made you had the light bulb moment where you were like oh shit like the haircuts is my thing in the beginning i wanted to do like comedy sketches and like i'm um, the fastest thing that i'm at is behind the camera so like I always did these comedy sketches where I was behind the camera and then eventually like it ran its course and people were kind of over it. So then I had to try and figure something else out. And like I did like different like challenge videos, but those didn't really hit. And I started doing food videos just by myself in the car trying new things. And it worked for like 15 videos. But then it kind of took its toll and like the views were going down. So I'm like, oh, why don't I just bring a guest in? And like that's kind of where I am now. And like they're doing great now. And eventually I'm sure that one's going to die out too. So then I'm so what do you mean it. it worked? It was just like you were getting hella views. Not it, it worked for me where like I was happy with it and people it. were enjoying it. And then you started having guests. Right. Which I've noticed you you're really good at interviewing the guests, but like subtly. Like it's like they feel like they're hanging out with you and you're really good at um, making their stories, even if it's not interesting, like seem exciting. <laughs> I've always wanted to be the hype man. Yeah, you're I, you're definitely I totally relate to that. So how did you discover that you're such a good interviewer? Are you just naturally curious? Very curious about everything. I question everything. OK, so who has been like your favorite person to interview? I don't know. That's hard. I don't maybe it's because there's the book just sitting there. But like I didn't even do a video with him on my channel, but I shot like five videos for Tom Ford. And just like being in his presence is just so like whoa how did you get that this guy who's a producer out here in california has him as a client and they needed someone to do social videos for his new york fashion week and he reached out and he's like hey man i don't even know if this is your email let alone if you're interested but i'm doing this like next week do you want to come oh my I'm like, gosh fuck yeah yeah <laughs> And like, I love those things that are like hey you want to do this tomorrow yeah I'm like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> when was that a year or two ago we like flew out to new york and it was during his fashion week and we shot five videos in one day. And like I had them all edited that night. And like Tom was over my shoulder. And like I loved his movie Nocturnal Animals with Jake uh -huh. Gyllenhaal. And like I'm sitting there editing the video and he's over my right shoulder giving me edits. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, this is the coolest moment of my life. I'm, like this like actual like Hollywood famous yeah. massive man is like calling out like edits from this stupid video <laughs> yeah. that I shot on my stupid camera. What is happening? You're like, what the fork is life, bro? Unbelievable. There's just like moments like that that I'm just so taken back by. Yeah. I mean, I would be too. That's really cool. And such a cool name. I feel like, I don't know if you feel this way with your job, but sometimes I feel like I'm from the Midwest. So like every time I go home, people are so confused about what my job is. It's like a constant explanation. Like I have the one minute spiel down 
And so <laughs> I feel like he's one of those names that you can just like name drop and they automatically know it's a legit job. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I, I filmed for Tom Ford. And then they're like, whoa, it's like period. That's end of discussion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Since you film for so many people and it's like, I'm sure sometimes Brandon's like, oh, I need you when Josh is like, oh, I need you here. Who takes priority? I've honestly, I've never really even had that like issue. Really? Yeah. Cause I've always had the same thing where like once I lock someone for a certain day, sorry, I hit a fly. That's why I sound <laughs> like, <"Whoa."> uh, <laughs> once someone's like locked in for a day, like I can't cancel on them no matter what. Like, oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I like, love that. Cause the people that I have too are like, they're committed to me. So like I'm a hundred percent committed to them because I know they're giving me the same respect that I'm. Yeah. Yeah. And so how do you, cause a lot of the people you film for, you also include in your videos. Mm-hmm. How do you convince them to be in your videos? Do you want free food? Really? <laughs> yeah. That's it? Yeah. I'm like, my lifelong dream is for me and all of my roommates to be in a Joe mukbang. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, let's make it happen. We would be obsessed. <laughs> oh, my God. Alicia's literally laughing because she knows it's true. <laughs> <laughs> we should get like a 15-passenger van and do it. No, that would be iconic. Oh, that'd be sick. That'd we be would so love. Cool. We're, we're like such foodies, and we literally watch like all your videos. Yeah, that was like the thing, too. I always want to do something that I loved and like, Food is something that just brings everybody together. Yeah. And I used to shoot for this chef from Australia, and I loved doing his videos because after he cooked everything, he gave it to me. (laughs) And it was just, like, incredible. Yeah. How do you not gain, like, so much weight? I I work out a lot. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I saw your one Instagram story, and you, I I replied to you because I thought it was so funny of you in the gym. You were, like, getting swole, and he was, like, drawing abs all over his body and stuff. I was like, that's literally me. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 Hard Challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most, is Liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave Liquid IV. Like, the lemon-lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it, and it's just so good. Like, a nice, cold, crisp glass of Liquid IV. Oh my gosh, sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about Liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a Liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a Liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. 
And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. So you work out a lot? Yeah. Like how often? Like back even like a few months ago, I do it twice a day, but now just like one good one a day. Nice. Yeah. I love it. I think at this point, I know my body where like, I know how much I can have and how much I have to do to burn it off. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like kind of science. On mukbang days, are you like, okay, I need to like work out extra hard? No, I'm more no? excited. Like I want to get the workout over so I can go eat. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I'm sure you can't answer this, but you know what? Give me, so- give me something. Who is like, the most high maintenance person you've had to work for or like what were they like like what was high maintenance about them you don't have to say their name I guess just like I don't know maybe it's just high maintenance as in the way they talk to you but even that I always distance myself from those people because there's like I always look for red flags and like I know I've done it for so long that I know who I want to work with and who I work well with so, like, if there are red flags about somebody, I'm like, okay, I'll do this one. I'll do an amazing job. And guess what? I'm out. Yeah. yeah. What makes you want to continue working with someone? Like, what makes someone a great boss? They're easy to get along with. Really? Yeah. In I what way? Just that, like, we can hang. I'm not, like, I don't know. I've done, s- I forget who it was, but I- I've done so many videos. I'm like, I'm not trying to just make money anymore. Like, yeah. I'm just trying to have fun at this point. Yeah. Exactly. Is there someone who who would be like your dream person to have in a mukbang? With oh you? shit! <laughs> oh god! You can say a few. Tom DeLonge from Blink One Eighty Two. Oh really? I would die. <laughs> You're a Blink One Eighty Two stan, aren't by, you? By far. Who else? Who are some other people you like love? Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Yeah, Tom Ford would be really cool. Why don't you have him on? You're tight with him now. I know. I should just text him. Yeah. Tom and I. You should be like, listen, Tom. Yo, T. I'll f- <laughs> yo, yo, TF. <laughs> if you come over and get on, get in my Corvette. Do you film them in the Corvette? The fucking dashboard has like an angle on it right where the no. camera needs to be. Uh, so, so no. Yeah. That was the whole point so of where getting do you the film Corvette. Them? In my other car. Okay. So <laughs> you can have him come over, do that, and just be like, anytime you need another video to be filmed i'm there i'll shoot videos for your sunglasses yeah. your shirts whatever you need man for everything tom if you're listening <laughs> i'm available so do you watch youtube yeah who do you watch <clears throat> the first youtubers I ever watched was fnd films and they made the funniest videos really yeah they were like maybe 10 years ago uh-huh and um they made really good sketches and they made me want to do it i watched smosh they made me get into youtube also uh-huh. So you like the comedy stuff. Yeah. When I met Anthony Padilla, that was like full circle moment for me. Got it. Because that makes sense. Because you always have like a prop kind of in your that you go off of. That's so weird. You notice that. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I'm very like (laughs) I'm such a nerd with film stuff. Uh huh. By the way, I think the Vlofus is like the most genius concept <laughs> ever. I literally, Alicia and I are like, what could be my version of the Vlofus? Like yeah. the name of it. Because like, that is so genius. How'd yeah. you think of that? The vlog office. Yeah. You I'm, were oh, just I'm like, obsessed with the office. If I could do Steve Carell. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You always have like some prop you're going off of. Yeah, because I mean, I'm like, 
I quote The Office all the time. So it just kind of like it made just sense. was natural. Yeah, because I always like I always wanted to even just like mimic their jokes because they think they're so funny. And it's like for the people who get it, like they're going to die. Yeah. And that's like it, that's what I've always thought was so funny when yeah. people would just do things that like, oh, it's funny to regular people. But if you get the actual joke, like, yeah. it's even funnier. From my point of view, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like I notice you have a prop in in like a Vlofis bit. You'll be like, you'll bring a prop into a situation. For instance, oh my God, <laughs> I literally was dying laughing. Oh, you should know we're crying at this video. The Vlofis. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the trophy. Yeah. And we put two and two together. We were like, oh my God, that's Ilya, the car guy we were talking to. Yeah. And he, his timing on that bit where he came in. Basically, I need to explain this. So explain what the Vlofis are. The Vlofis are my annual award show that we have every year. And now at my vlog, we've been giving out employee of the month awards for people who give the bare minimal effort. Yes. <laughs> and so Joe had these like awards made. Trophies.com. Yeah. <laughs> and they were literally like Vlofis awards. And I'm not kidding you. The You have to watch the vlog. It's so funny. And he had these like little awards made where he was like giving out employee of the month was employee that, of the month yeah, employee yeah. of the month and i'm not kidding you his friend Ilya. i'm saying his name right correct yeah am i correct Ilya came into the frame at the perfect time where he like acted like did he get the award no because the the whole i told someone to come over to someone's house specifically knowing that they weren't going to win oh. <laughs> and the person who won was the house and I'm like, oh, no, how could this day get any worse for you? Yeah. And then Ilya comes over and he says, you got the award. He gave the award to you, right? Oh, oh yeah, I won. I won the award. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, how could this day get any worse for you guys? <laughs> and Ilya's like, hey, guys, this just came in the mail. And inside is another trophy for I'm me. I'm not kidding you. Like, it seemed like it actually caught the other three guys in the frame, like, off guard. Yeah. Like, they were like, wait, what? Like, they thought it was real for a second. Yeah. But from my perspective, I was like, okay, do you just, in your head, like, from a filming perspective, do you just buy a prop and you bring it and then you're like, all right, guys, we're going off of this? Yeah, because I feel like that's that's just, like, an easy gimme jokes. Like, having something to bounce off of. Yeah. That's, even if, like, those comedy sketches that I did every day for a year normally like how i would come up with it is we would base it around something exactly well i think it's so funny thanks i love <laughs> and um what was the other thing that we were dying at oh when you were doing your apology to jeff yeah the apology video i was actually dying laughing he like did this fake apology well it's real whatever <laughs> apology video and like the way you did it is how every youtuber does a apology video which was iconic so a part of your job, aside from filming and editing, do you also come up with ideas? Yeah, but not like it's not like a, a specific thing. Like if I'm just like walking around or I see something that inspires an idea, I'll give it to whoever it makes You're the most sense with. for. Yeah. Yeah. See, I feel like my a huge part of my job, like I am constantly coming up with ideas. So I'm constantly watching YouTube to kind of just like get something in my head. Yeah. Or did I already ask you who who you watch the most on YouTube? currently now yeah is, currently now uh this guy ross creations vlog creations uh-huh he's in florida 
but that sounds um, familiar. He's so funny. Okay, is he, he a comedy guy? Yeah, he blew up off the video sneaking hot dogs in people's pockets. Oh my gosh, so funny! I haven't seen it. It's so stupid. It's okay. so good. I need to watch it. He gave me the idea for pulling a fire extinguisher. Like he bought a fake fire extinguisher, uh-huh. a fire alarm, and he just oh, like, I saw that. Yeah, oh he, my god, he put it Keep on going. walls, and like I did that same thing, and like I, I credited him in the thing. But I thought that was like such a unique idea like holy fuck like who's gonna go do this this is so funny <laughs> i don't know i love him he's okay so good. who else do you like i think mr beast is great his channel's really good but like it, like that ross guy like i've always reached out to the people who i want to shoot with uh-huh. and like he'd be the one person that i'd be like yo i'll help you anything yeah. you need yeah and like i'll just wait for that text for him do you ever have people hitting you up about like wanting your job all the time yeah, yeah. how do they do that is it normally like friends from back home or randos or like people in your DMs? More randoms, just like DMs, emails. Do you ever help them out or you're like, no, that's not happening? Mm, I've tried, but I don't know. It hasn't like really gone anywhere. Yeah. yeah, it's hard. I feel like I get a lot of them too, but it's so hard because it's like, yeah, even if you send me your resume, like for instance, Alicia never looked at my resume. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like all based on like trust because YouTubers lives are so intimate that they just care mostly about the trust and like the type of person you are. So it's tough when even I get a resume in my DM, like I try to help. I feel like there needs to be like a Facebook group or something of like, because I know so many creators that need filmers and editors, even for like super cheap. And and I know there's a lot of editors and filmers that just want to experience. So I know there's like a gap of like all these people that need extra hands, Yeah. but there needs to be like a Facebook group or something of where that can connect people because I'm always having like my YouTuber friends be like, Hey TK, where can I find another you? Hey yeah. TK, like where can I find another you? Especially because I'm so busy with my stuff. Like I can't help everyone. I don't know. I've always wondered about like what you thought with that. Cause I'm sure you get so many DMS about it too. The honestly, just curating your Instagram to make it look like exactly what you like your resume. To, yeah. Like when people send me a resume, I'm like, what am I going to do with this? This means nothing yeah. to me. And I'm not like <laughs> trying to like put it down or anything. Like this world isn't what that is. Like if you have like a good looking Instagram and like you have your, some of your work with like some of your pleasure, like it, that's really what curates like, really what like you're about and that's really what people want yeah what would you say your end goal is with all of this world domination <laughs> <laughs> like for work though for real like just, do you just want to be full-time with your own channel i just want to be happy well yes i i know that's such a mom answer joe <laughs> but it is i it don't is? care i don't care if i'm doing my own channel or if i'm working on 10 people's channels or one person's channel i just want to do something that i'm happy doing I get that. Do you have more fun filming for yourself or do you have more fun filming with other people for other Uh, people? They're both equal. Really? Yeah. I've always just wanted to do everything. So like I don't necessarily want to just be doing my channel. Even if like I miss my channel by a day because I'm helping someone else's channel. Like I love being able to go shoot a comedy sketch over here and then go help someone with the vlog bit over there and then shoot for like a restaurant over there. Like I just need that different like change, I think, just Uh because like. If I'm editing the same thing like constantly over and over and over, like my brain doesn't. So like, you edit do as well. well off of like being everywhere at once, kind of. Yeah. You kind of thrive off of that. Yeah, I need that. Do you usually film only for one person in one day, or do you, are you doing multiple people throughout the day? I used to try and do three, but now I like just three one in one day. Yeah. And then you would edit it that night. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
How long does it take you to edit your mukbangs? Mm, an hour and a half. Oh, so that's how you upload so much. You're just quick. It's like a 20 to 30 minutes of footage and then a couple passes and then, yeah. Got it. But like I also, I always shoot for the edit too. So like I know what I need and I know what I want. Can you explain that for people don't, that un- don't understand what you just said? <laughs> so there's like, I feel like there's two different type of shooters and it's also just based on whatever you're shooting. But like you can either shoot for the edit where like, you know, you need an intro, you need the B-roll footage, you need like the main part, the content, mm-hmm. and then you need an outro. And like that, like that's what I shoot for. And that's just always, that's what makes a video really flow when you know what you're going in for. Or what you should do for like documentaries even you just shoot and whatever the story is, you have to piece together in the edit. And that's where it takes longer to try and come up with the story. Which I personally, sometimes I thrive doing that, but most of the time I hate doing that. Yeah. I like shooting to edit too. Yeah. Because I hate being in like literally a hole of footage and like not knowing where I'm going to do this. Story. Some people like sometimes once you get the story going, it's like lit because you're like, oh my God, this is so hype. I have like all these clips, whatever. But most of the time it just takes way too much time and i i hate it yeah so you shoot to edit primarily try to yeah and then what's your uploading schedule look like right now three days a week that's iconic it's no secret that you're are you like you're a part of the vlog squad huh i don't know i feel like you are <laughs> i would categorize you are i don't know maybe um, <laughs> what is it like being a part of such I guess I feel like what Drake and Josh was like for my childhood. That's oh, like, y- you love Josh and yeah. Oh yeah. I love okay. Drake and Josh. Like uh, Josh is the coolest celebrity and the nicest celebrity I've ever met. Amazing. Like he's the best he is. person ever. What is it like being kind of that for a lot of kids nowadays? I don't know. Cause even like when I lived in New Jersey, I found David's videos not knowing anybody. No way. And I went down the rabbit hole of really? watching. Like, I had to be at my friend's somewhere. And I remember for two hours, I just watched his videos. I'm like, this is fucking great. <laughs> and, like, I just admired it so Why? much. Because it was just like, you you had, like, friendships and relationships. And they were doing, like, all these cool things. And, like, they were just young and, like, no problems. And, like, it's kind of what I had because I was, like, a freelance filmer. I did whatever I want, whenever I want. It was just so cool to me. So, like, when I moved out here, it was right when Vine was dying, and I knew Jason Nash wanted to go on to YouTube, and I ran into him at a party, like... Stop! Three weeks into moving to L.A. Wait, you just ran into him? Yeah. Someone I knew was like, hey, do you want to shoot step and repeat photos at this party? I'm like, sure. And then Jason walked in, and he was in a pee costume. And did you know him from Vine? From Vine. Because he was on Vine, right? I knew him from Vine. And I was like, hey, I went up to him. I'm like, hey, if you ever need anything, like if you want to help shooting your YouTube channel, like I'll do it for free. Like I want to I just want to help. And he's like, OK, sure. And like he canceled on me like the first two, three times. I was like, understandable. Yeah, I don't care. I have no emotions. Nothing bothers me. Yeah. And then finally, he's like, hey, you want to do it today? I'm like down. And then from there, it's just been like forward motion. Stop. Wait. OK. OK. I have so many questions. One, was Jason even in correlation with David when you met him? No. So when he offered you and you did the first gig and you got it to him, I'm sure really speedy quickly, did he just continue to ask you to start, keep filming? Yeah. It was like I was ready to be his puppy dog. Anything. Wow. And then how did like explain how the whole group evolved and like how you were a part of that? So you were there from the very beginning. No, because like I think I met them at like two or three hundred vlogs in. 
same thing even with the main. Like, I was a fan of the band, and then I wanted to start shooting with them. Yeah. Well, so, you have to be a fan to be able to, like, the best person to work for you is someone that was a fan, essentially. Because honestly, it's like, I would want someone to work for me that was a fan. Someone who's involved in yeah. it, and they understand and it. And they, they get the hype, the- and they know, and, like, yeah. they know the funny jokes. They know what you'll like. They know what you won't like, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So how did the group evolve? Yeah, honestly, it just, like, kept growing and growing and growing. But, like, it was just, it's very cool to see it all just, like, get to the size that it became who did you work for next in like the vlog squad from after jason todd todd and i made these videos on his channel called the diaries and we did like 60 of them oh wow and like it was the same thing like every week like we just did one a week or two a week i forget so it was word of mouth jason was like oh yeah use my guy joe yeah because everyone wants to be the person to refer somebody who's good yeah and that's like always that been, is so true. That's always been my motto. And like, if don't refer me to someone who sucks. And that's like, that's why I love shooting with like all, all of them. They're like all great. Yeah. Everyone's so sweet, so genuine, so caring. And like, it just makes it so much more fun for me to just be able to hold the camera and do, and to do your job. Yeah. yeah. I find like for me, I, I, it's weird because like, when I'm excited about the project we're doing, I bring so much more to the table because it's like, oh, I'm having a great time. This is benefiting me as well. And then it just makes the ultimate like video way better. Yeah. But who was the next person you filmed for? Maybe David or Scott. And then you kind of like went to all of them. Basically. Yeah. Just like whoever needs dabbled. Whatever. Yeah. Cause even like, even when everyone's just like hanging out and someone picks up the camera, Cause like, I know a lot of people just like being in front of the camera and I prefer to be behind it. So like, I love just like when they're standing up, I'm like, yo, I got it. And then they just do their thing. Yeah. Like I love just being able to just do that. I feel like that's weirdly my comfort zone too. Like I'm like, no, 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 I got it. I'll, I'll film. Like I feel more comfortable behind than I do in front, even though I do like being in front of the camera, but like, it's nice knowing I'm in control of the edit. I'm in control of like, yeah, it's weird. It's a weird sense of control. What would you say? Like, is your, I, I feel like. I don't know. I could be wrong. But from like watching the vlog squad, all of their uh, David's videos and stuff, everyone kind of has a character. It seems like their actual real personality is just enhanced to a degree. What would you say your character is? <laughs> I don't know. I was always on like the second channel, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like you you got a car, Joe. I did. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty nuts, huh? That is nuts. I still can't believe it. Where did you ever think that was like in the back of your head? Were you kind of like, ah, uh, it might happen to me? No. <laughs> but, no. Like, I was like planted that. Like that's just what I do with jokes. I'm like, oh man, I could really use a Corvette today. Yeah. Like I always <laughs> planted it, but I never believed it. Yeah. And, like I was, it's still the same thing. Oh man, I would really kill for some water right now, TK. <laughs> and like if you're like, do you want some? I'm like, sure. If yeah. You're offering. Like that's your personality. Yeah, and it's like it's never meant to be anything. But, like, the fact that someone gets you a car is so fucking crazy. It is. I can't even imagine. I still can't believe it. Yeah. Like, I see it. I'm like, how, how is You're how like, am how I am I driving this? Like, I watched your fucking videos online in New Jersey. What is happening? That is crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, what, what would you say your character is? Oh, I don't know. You don't know? I don't, editor guy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you think, like, all of the Vlog Squad's fans, like, what do you think they portray you as? helper yeah yeah helper with like the videos and like the technical stuff yeah even like i, I still always want to just be like that guy like i want to be i want to be like judd apatow is to like helping produce the movies for like that whole like seth rogan james franco like all those people so you like being a pivotal role in the helping aspect yeah i like being able to help everybody because i don't want to just be attached to one thing 
Like I don't. Oh. I don't, I don't want to be. You don't like, like being married to one thing, right? Is that just out of fear of like only having like one stream of income, or is it just because you you like thrive off of that? I think it's the thriving like ADD, like oh, I want to help this, but I gotta go help this. Like even like when I'm cleaning, like I like like setting myself up to like do the dishes while I'm like putting stuff away in the fridge and then putting something away over there. You like multitasking. Yeah, it's kind of like like a puzzle. Oh, okay, and, and is is for them to reach out to you? They just shoot you a text. Yeah, got it. Yeah. There's no like formal calendar or something oh i mean sometimes yeah if it's like hey we need to book this like can you make sure yeah that but you're free yeah everyone everyone in that whole group is like so communicative and like they're it's just so easy like it's such a great i don't know yeah like there's a reason like why i like gravitated toward that uh-huh. honestly absolutely i feel like it fits your personality perfectly it does as like me working to for alicia like we fit like two peas in a pod like it makes sense yeah it does make sense now i have a question i asked Actually, when Alicia and Josh did their collab, which obsessed with Josh, <laughs> and I asked, I was like, if Alicia was in the vlog squad, what type of character do you think she'd be portrayed as? Whoa. I want to ask you, what do you think she would be and what do you think I would be? Like, let's say we are hypothetically in a bit. Like, what, per- what characters would we be portrayed as? I feel like you'd get scared of something. Would you? Yeah, I have great reactions. <laughs> that, yeah, I feel like you'd be really good at reactions. I'm a very, like, reaction person. Yeah. That's why she always pranks me and, like, always always surprise me. Right. Like, I love Todd being scared. of Not scared. Uh-huh. Like, I love Todd's reaction, like, when he does something. He's like, yes, because you're just so like, <laughs> oh, my God, he, we did it. And I'm like, I'm not even there. Yeah. But, like, I feel like you guys would give that, like, holy shit, yeah. I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> we probably would be yeah. the reaction. So you think we would kind of get, like, a prank play it on us or like a you surprise. get a lot of pranks i feel like okay what do you think about alicia the same yeah <laughs> yeah i think he said if i remember correctly he was like i think you would be like jen aniston from friends josh said this yeah uh-huh which is funny because he totally would say like a character from a show oh of course <laughs> he's so good with like that kind of stuff yeah okay last few questions Okay, so you and Annalise, your girlfriend. Yes. T- tell me a little about Annalise. How'd you, how'd you meet? How long have you been together? Beautiful supermodel. Uh, she is. <laughs> She's so stunning. I think we've been together a little over three years, and we met shooting those Instagram sketches that I was talking about. Stop. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait, so did you slide into our DMs? Like, what happened? We had a mutual friend, and she said, do you want Annalise to come? And I looked at, like, one of her videos, and I was like, nah. <laughs> Stop. You said no? <laughs> the video that I saw in my defense wasn't that funny. <laughs> so I said no. And, again, I'm very particular. About what you want. About just anyone that I, like, even spend time with. Got it. Because I've been burned before, and I'm trying not to get burned anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, I feel so honored right now. <laughs> I know. I trust you. That you're here. Because I trust you. I, I appreciate I think you're that. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So you guys met from an Instagram sketch video. Did she film? Was she in the bit with you? Yeah, she was in it, and then I thought she was really cool, and then I kept Well, paying. obviously, you were like, dang, this girl's so hot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, and so what? Did you, like, get her number after? Like, tell us the tea, Joe. I somehow, like, weaseled a photo shoot with her. (laughs) Oh, were you like, I can take your photos? Yeah, and that's kind of the joke. I had a nice camera. But, like, I did. Yeah. And I used it to my advantage. Oh, my God. I would have... I would have done the same. Yeah. So like I asked her if she wanted to take pictures and we did and she loved them. And then like we hung out that day and then I was like, hey, I'm a pretty cool guy. And then, <laughs> and then I don't 
I mean, we eventually just started getting closer. And I remember like we would try, we would go on hikes and like, I would like pretend to hold her hand, but like <gasps> not actually. Yeah. I'm like, you get away, but come here. Eventually I just tricked her into falling in love. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, she, you guys are so cute. And she is like literally perfect for you and you seem perfect for her. Thanks. You guys have such similar personalities. Yeah. She really gives it to me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> with your humor with Bobby, I'm like, oh my God, you guys like are literally a dynamic duo. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> sometimes we talk in the Bobby voice, just the two of us for so long. <laughs> it's like, we you never break s- character. No, we sound so dumb together. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last few things. What is something that people might not know about your job? I mean, I want to say the time consumption. People may not know how long it takes to do things and shoots and edits and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So like some people like if you think that I'm like I get so much done, I really don't do anything else. That's why. Yeah. I like don't have like if people are like, let's go bowling. Like, nah. Yeah. I'm going to go home and edit. Like I'd rather just get this done. So are you the type of person if I was like, hey, Joe, like you and Annalise come over for dinner and you had a video do you'd be like, nah. Yeah, not for a dinner. Yeah, not no for offense. a dinner. No, I get it. No, if it's even like a cool experience, I'll go do it. Got it. So you think just the time yeah. is what takes the most. I really don't do anything else. <laughs> you know? What's the one thing like you like to do that's not involved with work? Watch movies. Okay, you're movie buff kind of? Yeah, but it's also like like studying and seeing what they do, like how they do Do you things. kind of like whenever I'm watching a movie and I get bored, I start thinking like, oh, how'd they edit this? Or like... yeah. I think like that. I like thinking about the stuff that didn't make it into. Yeah. Like, what was the line right after this that someone was like, nope, and they cut it? <laughs> oh, th- my gosh. I think that stuff is so interesting. We're such nerds about movies. What's your favorite movie? Jurassic Park. Really? Yeah. Mine's Remember the Titans. Really? Yeah. The movie they make you watch in high school every time there's a substitute? Yes, but, like, I, I think it's because I'm from the Midwest and I, like, love sports. Yeah. So I think it's just, like, that's, like, my, like, at home like cozy movie Did you, you went to indiana no i went to fit but like i use my hometown literally the college and my brother goes to iu and like i grew up around so many sports or my last question is <laughs> what do you feel like you don't get enough credit for in oh. regards to your job wow hmm. it's hard to say how much credit people deserve okay yeah i don't know i feel like everything comes and goes yeah. Yeah. Maybe I get what I deserve. Maybe I don't. <laughs> no, there's got to be something. It's like, I don't know. That's such a hard question. Come on. Flex about flex it on yourself. I'm not right a now, flexer. You, you, go. you don't have any. No, anything? where do you go? Where you go? You go. <laughs> I feel like for you, it would probably be something along the lines of just like, maybe you're like accountability, like how accountable, like how much people rely on you and how much you constantly show up. Maybe uh-huh. that. Maybe, but but then the thing is like... Or how reliable? Maybe. No, I feel like people appreciate that. I don't know. I try and look on the positives. I don't let anything negative come into my life. (laughs) I cut all the toxicity out. Okay. (laughs) Well, Joe, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thanks for letting me uh, lay on your couch. (laughs) (laughs) Where can people find you? Pimp yourself out. What's your YouTube channel? What's your Instagram? What's Sad Bobby's Instagram? Go to my Instagram at Joe if you're listening to this and DM me. Say hi. And then be on the lookout on my YouTube channel. There's going to be a collab of everybody. (laughs) I cannot wait. We're going to. Where should we go? Lobster, literally pizza, anywhere. Steak. We love food. We should go somewhere fancy, somewhere bougie. Alicia's very bougie. <laughs> oh, she is like a, a steakhouse. Yeah, she looks like, maybe like, we can have her DM too. Yeah, to get oh the my food. God. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, DM catch. Yes, they won't answer me. Do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, we actually will. Okay, I'll make her. <laughs> yeah.
several guys that I've been like, oh my God, this athlete's so hot. Like, let's DM him from your account. You're so funny. <laughs> I'm like, he's not going to respond to me. Like, let's do it from your account. I do that to David. I'm like, hey, if you want to DM Tom DeLong and just say, hey, like, it's fine. <laughs> no, literally, I'm like, um, do you want to DM Dennis Rodman for me? He follows me on Twitter. Wait, shut the literal fork up. He follows 200 people and it happened right when The Last Dance was coming out. Wait, why? I don't know. You're wearing, I have a Dennis Rodman shirt too. The same one? No. Oh. It's a different one, but I am obsessed with him. He's so cool. So cool. I'd kill to meet him. I, the first time I discovered him was when he was on The Apprentice yeah, me too. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this guy's awesome. I was like, he's the me of the group. So cool. Oh, my God. The three of us. <laughs> we should all hang out. Get Alicia's account. Let's do account. a mukbang together. <laughs> wait, I, let's get Dennis in the mukbang. Yes. This is great. We go pick him up. I'm going to make her DM after this. I really, because I want to dye my hair orange and then turn shave it into a basketball. And I want to have his hand grab my head <gasps> and we take a picture together. I'll take your photo. Please. I really will. I'll bring the 5D. You. Okay. <laughs> Flash, whatever you need. Okay, cool. And then one last thing I'm noticing is you're wearing from your vlog the the necklace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can you explain that? I literally was trying not to laugh when you were explaining something deep. <laughs> what What can you explain the necklace? He's wearing like a half broken heart, like BFF charm bracelet or necklace. So David has his, David Dobrik has his best friend, Ilya. Yeah, who who's the car guy who we've been chatting to. Car guy, they're best friends, absolute 100% best friends. So on my vlog, <laughs> I bought $8 best friend necklaces and I asked David. Was to- that the prop for yeah. the bit? Okay. Yeah, prop. And <laughs> so I asked David. I made it very special. I'm like, David, can you hold this box? Can you open the box? And I took out the necklace and I gave the best friend necklace to Ilya and me. <laughs> and <laughs> the whole show, because then me and Ilya were best friends when obviously it's David and And now Ilya. you have a contest, right? Yeah, and somehow it spun into a contest of who can never take it off longer. And he still hasn't taken it off? No, we both haven't. Oh, my god! For $500. So, for $500? Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah, for a stupid necklace. Well, I wouldn't take it off either. No. Joe, you better not take it off. It's really funny. And, like, too, <laughs> like, funny. when we're just sitting in the room, like, we'll just, like, be rubbing it and looking at each other. <laughs> and then David will look over, like, oh. It's just so funny because it's a broken heart. So it's so girly. But from, like, from far away, it kind of looks like a surfer, like. You oh, know? it kind of does. It kind of looks like a shark, like, bit into it or something. Yeah. But then you'll get close to it and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, we're going to go DM Dennis Rodman. So be sure to <laughs> follow Joe on Instagram. And it's. Ugh, it's like U-G-H, it's Joe. Yeah. Okay, and then follow me on Instagram at TK's Juicy Polls, and be sure to make someone's day this week. Peace. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. <laughs> I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings. 
but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.